Hello, Aries friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Aries January 2024 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign like me, or any other Aries placement that you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aries friend, so we'll say birthday is from April 15th through the rest of the sign or Aries degrees like 23 degrees to the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Taurus report because your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month, Wolf Moon Trine. Wakes up your mind. It's about time. And it's not just that Wolf Moon that is bringing mind awakening to Aries at this time. So I'm very excited being in Aries with you to share all of the things I'm excited about for this month and some things to watch out for to help you have the best month possible. That is my goal for you to tell you about the astrological weather so that you can be prepared and make the most of it and have fun in the rain when it rains as much as possible instead of being without an umbrella. If you are a visual person and or you are learning astrology or want to learn astrology, I'm going to flash the chart that I'm using on the screen. This is a tropical Placidus Western chart, although I do refer to some whole house aspects. Um, the visual that you see here is Placidus. Now, once you take your picture of the screen, I'm going to go back to the pretty slideshow so that we don't have to look at that. It could be look very messy, um, but those of you who want it, you have it. If you're on the podcast version, look for Annie Botticelli YouTube and you can find this same, you know, put the title of this report and you can find it and get the visuals. And if you don't want my visual mischief, you can find the podcast or you can scroll up on the screen and listen to the audio without the visual. Okay, so let's talk about all these goodies. We're not going to lead with the Wolf Moon Trine. We're actually going to end with it. But I am going to talk about a lot of things that are going to help wake up your mind, make you more, really actually smarter, more productive, more enlightened, more inspired, and um, all of the things I'm excited about and things to watch out for. Okay, so the first thing to know about this new month, this new year, is that it's going to feel like a new year in very many ways, even though January is sort of an arbitrary time in the astrological cycle, you know, that was chosen, our whole Gregorian calendar storyline, which we're not going to get into. But there are three reasons why it's going to feel like a new year. One is that Mercury retrograde, that web we had been in uh, since the end of November, that has a shift as of January 1st. It starts to, it moves direct and it takes until the 21st for that to sort of shake off. So we've got a completely different picture after January 21st than we do for the first three weeks. January 21st opens up a time where it's time for the big decisions and to weave your webs in all your different areas and to get off the deserted island because the tides are going out and to, you know, take action, which Aries loves, and to, you know, do everything and make the decisions and all of that. And the first three weeks is the time to not do that. It's the time to not force, to not push. Schedules, scheduling will be hard. You know, clarity will be hard to find. You won't be able to plan that far or see that far ahead. But every day that passes, you know, that will start to shift in the month. So it's good to know. And it will feel like a new year, though, because you will feel that waking up of Mercury right from the beginning, even though it'll be a little extra chaotic in those days around the first because of that. The second thing that makes it really feel like a new year is that Jupiter, the ruler of Sagittarius, which we is still our dominating sign at the beginning of January, wakes up. So everything that had slowed down that, that may have been advancing prior due to Jupiter 
See, so Jupiter has been in Taurus since May of 2023. For Aries, that is also the second house. So, okay, so Taurus rules the second house. Jupiter's moving through your second house. Aries always has the planets that are moving through a sign are also moving through the corresponding house for Aries. So everything is like double time for us. If you want to look at the visual of this, look at the bottom left, look at the fancy four with a little bull head next to it. And you can see it's right there on the line um, influencing the second house of Taurus or money. So making money, dealing with the material reality, buying things that you want, dwelling in that, you know, in the world of um, the garden, you know, material, it could be from the earth perspective or material from the financial perspective, all of those things started moving forward. Then in September, they started sliding back. But now Jupiter's waking up and you'll feel that not only will some money things start to move forward. If you have to plan some money things, some launches or big business moves, you'll start to have the energy to do this. And again, later in the month is going to be better of January. Okay. But you'll feel it and we'll feel like a new year is the point. It can also put you in a better mood, make you feel more hopeful, make you feel more optimistic. And those big vision projects can start to have steam. So if you're trying to ask a question like, what am I doing here? What am I like? What is, what is the point? What is the bigger picture? You're going to have a much easier time of that. And that's going to correspond with it feeling like a new year because you'll have more zest and more enthusiasm and less apathy and you won't be as bored. In some ways you may have felt like, you know, slow things were slow and you're boring and, Anyway, it will, it will definitely pick up in that arena. And the third reason why it's going to feel like a new year is because with the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle closing out in the fall or spring for you all down under. And then of course the Aries Libra eclipse cycle that's continuing. We've been going through a lot. And since the eclipses correspond with the nodes and the nodes represent karmic karma and dharma. So basically clearing out things that are not serving us and stepping into things that we're supposed to be doing. It's a very big karmic cycle. We've cleared out a lot of garbage, ancestral garbage, karma. And now it feels new because we've shed that. Something else that will also feel new and vibrant and exciting is that the Sagittarius energies that dominated in December are also going to dominate at the beginning of the month here. So if you're looking at the chart, look at the top to the right a little, look at all the little red lines. Those are the Sagittarius symbols. Um, Venus, Ceres, Mercury, Mars, all starting out the month in Sagittarius. Great news for Aries, right? Because fire signs make the most fabulous angle in all of astrology called the trine with Aries. So we get asterisks from those placements. Our first house and our, you know, ascendant point in the chart. Now, if you're watching for your rising sign, then this will match your chart. If you're watching for your sun sign, then you may have a different rising sign, but in your solar chart, which is what this is for you, this still has to do with your first house, which is your physical body, your image, how you see yourself, how other people see you, the lens, basically the glasses that you put on when you wake up in the morning and what you, how you view life. Okay. So all of that is getting zest and enthusiasm and vibrance and inspiration and creative solutions and fun and celebration. And, you know, it's just, it's very exciting. I'm very excited about it. And as those energies are moving through, they also crowd the ninth house for Aries. And the ninth house is the house that's ruled by Sagittarius. So we have double duty on Sagittarius. 
language learning goals, international business, international trip planning, anything having to do with education, teaching, learning, finding your perfect education, stepping into a teacher role um, or a, you know, a helper or mentor role, writing, publishing, speaking, all of those things. And broadening your horizons and enriching your life. All of those are going to be themes that are happening right now. And that's all very exciting. And then as the month progresses, all of those planets that I talked about that are in Sagittarius will join the sun in Capricorn and also the new moon on January 11th in Capricorn. And that is all now hemming our our party, pulling our party, our Sagittarius party in. And now it's time to, first of all, clean up any financial messes we made from the excessive energy, right? Because fire signs are nothing if not excessive, right? That's part of why (laughs) I'm so excessive is because I have nine placements in Sagittarius and Aries rising. So, you know, this is a person who is doesn't do things in a small way, right? And that's how Aries tends to be. And so these Sagittarius energies only egg us on more to be that way. So as the planets ground into Capricorn, though, this is a time to get back to business, to get back from your, you know, extended vacation, traveling far and wide, to get your systems, your skeleton, your structure for the year, to get back to work. If you're, you know, if you're a parent, to get back to stuff, you know, with the kids, their schedule, and you'll really feel this change. Okay. This is a time to do your taxes early. This is a time to do all of your financial administrative wrap up for 2023 and set how you're going to make 2024 even easier. It's a time of financial reckoning. Um, and it's a time that you may actually be paying a lot of stuff off. If you've been careful, you may see that work that you've been doing, um, in the financial or the practical arena will start to show up. Now, as those planets move into Capricorn, they also move into the 10th house for Aries. Um, and all of this has to do with work and career and employment and passion projects that may have nothing to do with jobs, father figures, um, your own or someone close to you could be like a father figure to you or a boss or an authority figure. And, you know, whenever this happens every year, when we have Capricorn energies, they always make a square for Aries. So there's always this kind of like, well, let's just call it what it is. Aries is rambunctious. We like to do what we want to do. We want to do it. And we're, we do best when we're in an authority position where we're calling the shots, right? But if we're not in that position and there are other areas of life, like the law and like things that we have to, you know, we, there are places where we have to and should be hemmed in, right? But this time of year when Capricorn is, you know, is in full bloom, It always squares us, which means we have to like hem our personal flow in. We have to, you know, just kind of do things that we don't really want to do. And we don't not not usually really happy about that, but it can be super productive and it can be super prolific. um, And it really can, you know, bring us great accomplishment and even recognition. So, you know, we got to do it. We don't want to do it, but you got to do it. Party's going to happen with Sag. It's going to shift with Capricorn. You're going to be feeling it. And that's just the way it is. Okay. So if you are an Aries that doesn't meditate, you are going to have a lot of reasons to become a person who meditates from now through 2026 because Saturn is in our 12th house. 
And my friends, if you have been getting hit psychologically and have felt depressed or felt your hormonal cascade be negatively affected or things going on in your life that have got you down, Saturn is front and center in that experience. If you're looking at the chart, look in the left middle and then up, there's a cross with a squiggle. It's like reddish brown. That Saturn, Saturn's going to be moving through that 12th house of Pisces, of the unconscious mind, of our fears. This is a time where Aries, who we are generally fearless with many things, right? Where we have to get in touch with the things that we are most afraid of and where we have to, or have an opportunity to, I won't say have to, you know, what you, Aries doesn't want to be told what to do, right? So we'll say, I'll invite you. I'll invite you. And the universe will, is inviting you basically to process through the emotions that you made secondary through your actions. Aries acts first, feels later, acts first, sometimes thinks later, right? And so there's a lot of emotional uh, storage that has built up, could have been giving you physical problems, could have showed up as issues in relationships. There are a lot of things that have been interfering with your best life that Saturn now wants to help you process through emotionally. You can do this with a counselor. You can do this with good self-development books. If there's something that's more extreme, you may need professional guidance. Um, But I will tell you that a vast majority of Aries is also going to have some level of um, neurotransmitter cascade issues. Okay. Now I'm not diagnosing. I'm not prescribing. I'm just letting you know from the medical astrology perspective that you may actually need help with this. You know, Aries doesn't like to ask for help either, but you may need help. And I'm not even necessarily suggesting pharmaceuticals. You know, you, you all will with your beliefs and whatever you want to do, but there are many things even outside of pharmaceutical, um, you know, mood support that can help you to understand what's going on, you know, even starting by getting just hormone tests through the doctor, like adrenal, cortisol, you know, uh, male-female hormones, DHEA tests to see where your levels are at. And maybe just a little supplement from a doctor or a nutritionist or something could actually change this for you. But Saturn is asking for the structure and taking the time to go do things like that. So, um, and it may just, it may be what you need and it's making your mind heavy, which can be alleviated by meditation. Okay. Not just any meditation. There's, there are certain types of meditation that are better than others. You'll have to find ones that are better for you. There's a place that has a product that I use called EOC Institute. And one of the things I really like about them is they sell one product to my knowledge you buy that product and you can just keep using it over and over again. You're not getting sold more and more things for all these different things. It's one product for all of it. And then you get these beautiful newsletters and I'm, I'm not affiliated with them. I don't get anything if you go through them, but this is something that can help you to activate your mind power um, and wake up your mind. Okay. That this is, this is what this is about. You've got latent possibilities in your brain that you're not using. And this is a time for you to activate that through the short term and the long term. Okay. Now when Jupiter wakes up here at the end of December, definitely flavoring January, it's going to keep going through 
um, tourists until May. So we've got a circuit where you can earn a lot of money in a short amount of time. You can increase your financial consciousness. You can purchase or, you know, access material items or um, ecological sustainability or whatever your, you know, your, your mindset is there. Uh, lots of things of material value can come to you in that time. So just kind of be ready. Those things are starting to wake up now. Okay, so let's talk about the wolf moon trine. Now, remember, if you want to learn more about this wolf moon and the general transits that are also affecting you this month, look in the notes underneath the video or podcast or search organically for any Botticelli January 2024 wolf moon. And I have a separate um, report, but I'm going to touch on some of it now because of its relevance for our wolf moon trine. Okay, so this is a doozy. There is a lot of Basically, I have to issue the hide under a rock warning for everyone because this wolf moon is so powerful and there's so much chaos and transformation around it. But there's some positive stuff in it for Aries because the moon is actually making a trine for us. Okay, so let's just unpack this a little bit. In the days around January 25th, and we'll put five days before and five days after as like the full spectrum of manifestation. So January 20th through the rest of the month. And the closer you are to the 25th, the more powerful. We have a full moon in Leo. Fullness, completion, fruition, drama, accomplishment in the areas of, and things being revealed from, you know, the quiet space, elucidation about children, creativity, your bucket list, things you've always wanted to do, pleasures, passions, romance, dating, true love, you being in the limelight, your creative um, expression, hobbies, Things like that. So something big could be happening there. Now let's layer in that Pluto is going to be opposing, you know, opposing and conjunct in this, um, in this scenario of, with the sun and the moon. Pluto, transformation, birth, death, transformation, rebirth. So Pluto's involved. So that's kind of like a big boom. And then we have a Mars and Chiron square. Okay, now if you want the chart on the moon, then I do have the chart in that other video. I don't have it in this one, but a square is a pressure point. Mars is the god of war. Chiron is the ruler of the wounded, wounded healer. So it's going to be a doozy. You know, there's definitely going to be things that come up. If you can hide under a rock, do that for a few days. If you have to, you know, greet, greet life, then just, I'd say, pray a lot and be super careful because, and just really tune into your intuition to not antagonize something that you're going to wish you had left lying. You know, usually Aries doesn't run from a fight, but you could definitely awaken someone badder than you are, someone without the same moral principles. So just be super careful at that time. But the good news of the Wolf Moon Trine is that it's making the most favorable angle in all of astrology for you, for us. So that's just so, you know, it's just one of those things. These are currents of energy. There are these stress currents just happening at the same time as this amazing current for us. And it's just a matter of what you step into and what kind of forms around you. It could be a supreme time for unleashing, you know, your creative faculties in an amazing way. Now, everyone will feel the goodies from the, the full moon trying. But those of you who are early degree Aries, so that's March born, like the days around March 27th, and then, you know, 
before or five days before and after really could even come into the first couple of days of April. You're more likely to get a kiss if you have your placement, you know, between zero and 10 degrees or if your birthday is in that time frame, but you're not going to be boxed out of it if you're out of it. It's just may have extra relevance for you. Okay. So look in the notes underneath the video or podcast to find the link or, or the playlist at the end of um, the YouTube video to find the sister report for this month. So you can get more goodies about this month. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name there, access my um, archives. You'll get a newsletter. You'll get a welcome letter. May go to spam. So look for it there. There's an archive link there. You can click there and look for January um, 2024. Depending on when you sign up, this I will send that newsletter out at the end of November. So if you're, um, I'll probably have these out a little bit earlier than I send that out. So, you know, it will come in that time frame. but you can certainly find November and December's report. You can find my astrology education. All of that's free. My 28 day virtual coaching program, all that's free for my VIP community. You can join my secret star portal that has 18 months of archives, including my written horse horoscopes, Saturn and Pisces, Jupiter and Taurus through all the signs. You can learn more about that. And if you want to learn astrology, I've got my Astrology Basics and Beyond course. And if you want to really, really, really dive deep into astrology, you can join my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. For Aries, the ninth house of education is lit up like the 4th of July and all those Sag placements are really getting us revving to go. And if you're looking for learning and astrology is what you want to learn, I can resonate with how I teach. I am your girl. Okay, so you can find the Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course there includes access to my online forum where you can ask questions and learn and practice and learn how to take your love of the stars to help yourself and others and earn money from it. I hope you have a wonderful start to your new year. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.